The Philadelphia Phillies lose the series to the New York Mets. They've been shut out in back-to-back games for the first time since 2018. And the offense, well, they need to wake up because they've been awful lately. All of that on today's Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm your host, Connor Thomas. Been talking Phillies baseball for years over on 97.5 The Fanatic on the radio. Happy to be here with you as your host of Locked On Phillies. And I want to thank you for making Locked On Phillies your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever. You get your podcast. A special thank you. If you haven't seen the tweet on our account at LO underscore Phillies on Twitter, I retweeted it from my account at Connor Thomas 975 But, yes, we have hit 100,000 downloads for the year. So a heartfelt thank you to everyone out there who listens, who watches, does all the good stuff, rating, reviewing, subscribing, that helps us continue to grow this podcast, this YouTube channel, everything like that. So thank you to everybody out there for that. It's sincerely, sincerely appreciated, more than you know. Now, it was a rough end to this series in New York for the Philadelphia Phillies. And the first two games of the series in a vacuum were not bad. Actually, game one was awesome. The Phillies end up beating the New York Mets in a tight game. It was one to one going into extras. The Phillies win two. Matt Deerling throwing out the the winning run at home plate in the bottom of the ninth with uh, two outs. Well, one out makes the catch and then throws out the winning run uh, in uh, Starling Marte, who would have gotten the game finished for the New York Mets by scoring there. And then the Phillies go and they win it in extra innings. An awesome game. I was so hyped up after that game on Friday night. It was unbelievable. Then Saturday, you come out. And you lose one nothing in a game that Jacob DeGrom started. Aaron Nola goes complete game and he only allows one run. It was a great performance by Nola, a great performance by DeGrom. One of those ones where dominant pitching was on display and you end up losing. And then the Phillies come out earlier today. And I'm recording this very quickly post-game uh, after the Phillies 6 nothing loss to the New York Mets. But the Phillies come out today and they face Chris Bassett. And they lose 6 to nothing. They get shut out again. The offense was absolutely anemic. They had opportunities, but frankly, they just couldn't muster anything. Nine hits, no runs. That can't happen. That's the inability to string things together. Now, nine hits and not scoring, you know what that tells me? Because the Mets scored six runs on ten hits. That means there's holes in this lineup right now. And if you look at it, well, okay, Kyle Schwarber's hurt. That's your leadoff guy. Changed around where Bryson Stott hits. Now you need guys like Nick Nathan, who played yesterday, uh, to make an appearance in the starting lineup. Like you need. Here's the, here's what I'll say about this team's offense. They're good when they're at full strength. They're competitive when they're at full strength. But there's not a lot of depth with this team. That's the difference between them and a the team like the Mets or the Dodgers or the Astros or the Yankees, the Braves. Even like those teams when they're not at full strength, have enough depth to be really competitive still, and that's why they're elite teams. The Phillies are on the fringe of that. Like, their starters are as good as any starters in baseball, I think. And I'm saying starters at positions, starters on the mound, your top bullpen guys, like the the main guys in each role for the Phillies are competitive. But when you have injuries, well, the Phillies don't have a lot of depth. And we've seen that since Kyle Schwarber went down with a 
calf strain. Now, he pinch hit in yesterday's game, which is a sign that it's nothing major. He'll hopefully be back at some point during this Cincinnati Reds series, but still listed as day-to-day. We got some news today from Rob Huffman pregame that Bryce Harper is going to be taking on-field batting practice at Citizens Bank Park tomorrow. He's staying back from the team's road trip to Cincinnati to do some work at uh, Citizens Bank Park. The next step after on-field batting practice is simulating uh, high velocity is what they called it. So getting in the, in the cage. So get in the cage. You'll see mid to upper 90s, see what it's like to face major league pitching again. And that'll be another stress test for him. And then he'll start a minor league rehab stint, which will probably be like a week and a half uh, or so down there. But the Phillies have to deal with what they have right now. And this effort over the past couple of games is not good enough uh, offensively. Defensively, pitching-wise, it's been pretty good. Besides the fourth inning today for Zach Wheeler, where he got kind of hit around a little bit, uh, that was not good. But uh, the Phillies' defensive pitching was good in this series. The offense was what let them down. And the Mets have a really, really good pitching staff, but those are the teams you're going to have to compete against in October. Uh, You think about the really good teams in 2007 and 2008, the World Series winning team, 2009, a team that went to the World Series again, for the Philadelphia Phillies. And if you remember back that far, because it's been over a decade, those teams wouldn't go out and get shut out, regardless of who they were. Like, of course, there were shutouts at some points, but they wouldn't get dominated by elite pitching like this team gets dominated. Their offense was elite, and they played up to the level of those pitchers. This offense is really, really good. Are they consistently elite? I don't know that I can say that about them, or at least this iteration of the Philadelphia Phillies. And today, we certainly... Did not see it. It Just too many guys not coming up big at bats in big spots. Bryce Stye had one hit. Reese Hoskins, one hit. Alec Bohm, one for five. JT Ramuto, 0 for. Now, Nick Castellanos was two for four. One of those a garbage time double just happened in the uh, bottom of the ninth inning. Derek Hall, one for four. Gene Segura, one for four. Brandon Marsh, one for two. Like, Matt Vierling, 0 for four. Here's the thing. A lot of guys had a hit, but the great teams have guys that get hot and have multiple and have them in big spots. The Phillies just their hits were spread out, uh, and it just didn't didn't come through. And no one left the yard. The power just wasn't there today. Yeah. I'm nitpicking because this is the New York Mets, and they're a tough team. And the Phillies played a competitive series outside of the last six innings of six innings of today's ball game. They're going to be fine. They're still in playoff position. I still firmly believe that they are a playoff team, and the schedule is going to get easier once they finish the four game set with the New York Mets coming up starting this coming Friday, because that's for four more games in Philly. Hey, maybe that series will go different. Four games in Philly on your home turf, as opposed to having to go up to City Field. Hey, maybe that plays in. And when you play the Cincinnati Reds starting tomorrow, we'll preview that in tomorrow's episode of Lock on Phillies. When you jump into the series with the Cincinnati Reds, that's one that you've got to absolutely dominate that team on both sides of the baseball, offensively, defensively with the pitching and defense, of course. Right now, there's just some slight alarms going off in the back of my head. And I actually kind of brought this up to you guys. If you listened to an episode earlier this week, might have been Monday or Tuesday, I was talking about, yeah, this was Sandy Alcantara and post the Sandy Alcantara game. I was like, okay, the Phillies found a way to beat him. It took scraping together some runs, and the Phillies offense just felt off to me. It feels like they're slumping right now. And coming up, Actually, I'm going to tell you in the next segment why this might not be the worst thing in the world that they're slumping right now. 
there's a bit of a silver lining to it, and I'll discuss that in the next segment. But right now, I'm just saying that this team has to realize they're slumping and wake up. This is not an acceptable offensive output. And guys like Nick Cassianos and JT Romito, who started to heat up and have now cooled off. Reese Hoskins has cooled off a little bit here. Alec Bohm is starting to cool off. I mean, the whole team's really starting to cool off. They need to – we're back in the tread water zone, which is okay. They got really hot, and now it's tread water in the second wild card spot and hang out there and do what you can to stay alive there. The good news, the Brewers and Cardinals just played a series against each other, so those teams aren't – one of them is not gaining ground at any given time. They can't both win when they play each other, so that's good news. And you've still got a sizable lead over the San Francisco Giants, who are the second team out of the last wild card spot. So that, it's all good news. The standings still point in the Philadelphia Phillies' direction. They still have an easy schedule the rest of the way, but this is also looking forward to the playoffs. Uh, I'd be slightly disappointed if the Phillies made the playoffs and when they go to whoever they play, whether it's three games down in Atlanta whether it's three games in St. Louis or Milwaukee against the NL Central champions, depending on what wild card spot the Phillies end up with. If they make it into the playoffs just to get absolutely dominated by some elite pitching, that would that would be annoying. It wouldn't mean the season was a waste because they will have made the playoffs for the first time in a decade. But I want this team to be able to compete against teams like the New York Mets. And for part of this series, they did. And for the second half of this series, well, they really – didn't so disheartening a little bit not only that but Corey Knable leaves the game with an injury Kyle Schwarber had been dealing with the calf strain we talked about so some injuries starting to plague this team again all this stuff kind of going haywire right now it's a little bit of a disheartening performance on Sunday for the Philadelphia Phillies but next segment I'll tell you why they're just fine we'll discuss it coming up Uh, it's just a, a rough end to a series but the Cincinnati Reds come up next and this is If there is a good time to slump, this is the time to do it. I'll explain next on the next segment of Locked on Phillies. All right, I want to tell you about LinkedIn.com. You're gearing up for fall, and you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. And LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free. You create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn, reach the network of 810 million people, the world's largest professional network. You'd add the job and the purple hiring frame, the hashtag hiring to your LinkedIn profile. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the right candidates. And that's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. I don't know if you know this, but every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. And you'll get to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Okay, let's talk about why this would be a good time for the Philadelphia Phillies to be slumping. There's never a good time for the Philadelphia Phillies to slump, right? You're playing a big playoff caliber opponent in your division on the road, an exciting series. These are the type of series that can really get a fan base into a team. Uh, a team that the fan base is a little bit wary about because of the collapses of previous years when we're talking about the Philadelphia Phillies. And then you come out and you get shut out two games in a row. And that's disheartening for some people who may be casual fans. Some people who may have been in on this team now look at the past couple games performance and are a little closer to being out. It's never a good time to slump. But why is this maybe the best possible time to slump when you look at the remainder of the schedule? It's the hardest stretch. 
let me explain what I mean. This team could be firing on all cylinders, and they could still have trouble with Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, Chris Bassett up there in New York. Uh, this team could be on absolute fire, and the momentum could be killed by the New York Mets. And they were playing pretty darn well coming into this Mets series. They had won a bunch of games in a row, 12 of like their last 14 games, I believe it was, coming into the series with the New York Mets, made 13 of their last 15. Now, they've still won 13 of like their last 17 games, so that's a pretty darn good stretch for the Philadelphia Phillies. And that's another reason why it's a good time for them to slump because it's coming off of a very hot stretch. It's better to be a consistently good team. But if you're going to go streaking, the best time to cool off a little bit is when you have just built yourself a buffer by a really huge win streak. And that won't be the last big win streak the Philadelphia Phillies have this year, in my opinion. They still have the fifth easiest remaining strength of schedule in baseball. The combined record of the Philadelphia Phillies opponents the rest of the way are a 476 winning percentage. They still have seven games against the Washington Nationals. They have seven against the Cincinnati Reds, six against the Miami Marlins, three each against the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Chicago Cubs, and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Those are all really beatable opponents, and that tallies up to 29 games worth of their schedule remaining are against teams that are non-competitive organizations. Miami might be the only exception there. And even then, well, you can see the Philadelphia Phillies handled them when they saw them last at Citizens Bank Park. They lost the series ender, but hey, what are you going to do as one of those? They've won so many games in a row, they were kind of due for a rough performance. But another reason why it's a good time for this team to be slumping, check your calendars because it's easy for you to forget with the way this series was played. Yeah, this series with the New York Mets felt like a playoff series for the Philadelphia Phillies. It was that type of atmosphere. And when you're not used to that as a fan of a team that hasn't been overly competitive over the past couple of years, it can feel like these series matter more than what they actually are or matter more than what they actually do. I'll talk to you about that as we wrap up with Off the Pole coming up next, where we'll react to our poll question about how much this series means to you. I'll explain all of that in our final segment today. But Look at the calendar, because for me, my calendar today says August 14th. You know what that means? We have a month until September 14th, and then we still have a while uh, until October 5th before the regular season is over. The Phillies record, I'm going to do some quick math here. They're 63 and 51. So if you just add those two numbers together here, I'm going to sound this out because I'm terrible at math. 63 and 51, 114 games. 162 minus 114. They still have almost 50 games remaining. This felt like, you know, this felt like the 2007 stretch run where the Phillies played the Mets with like a week to go. That's not what this series was. They have 48 games left. If you're going to slump, now's the time to do it because there's plenty of time still to make it up. The schedule gets easier. You're about to round out your series with the New York Mets with this four-game set coming up and a chance to rebound there. But even if you don't, the Phillies will then have They'll play three against the Reds, four against the Mets. That takes seven off, and that means they'll have 41 games to make all that time up. And against low, low-level opponents, they've got a really, really great chance to make up for this. And you know the right time to streak? Late September. September, like, 20th and on. If the Phillies win, like, nine of their last ten, beautiful. If the Phillies get hot over the course of the month of September, even better. But August, there have been plenty of Phillies teams that get hot in August. Looking at you, 2019 team. Looking at you, 2021 team. 
that get hot in August and then collapse down the end of the month and they fall apart in September and don't make it in. If you have a little bit of a misstep in August, but you get hot in September, you're going to be in the playoffs. This is not the point where they need to have their hot stretch. So for me, when I'm looking at it, yeah, you don't ever want your team to slump. That's not what I'm saying. That Oh, I'm glad the Phillies are slumping. I'm saying that I always talk about September being the month that matters. September gets you into October as long as you're not the race by that time. And the Phillies will be in playoff position when they get to September. Mark my words. Schedule's easy enough. Got a couple more games worth in this month. They'll still be in the playoff spot. And this slumping means that, well, there's a good chance that the Philadelphia Phillies work it out. And they're not going to slump for a month and a half. So it means they have another hot stretch coming. It's it's basically like a timing out of the waves. If the Phillies are on the crest of a wave heading into a big part of the season, an inconsistent team might crest downward. If you're already cresting downward, if you're already at the bottom of the wave, if you're in like that little valley as another wave forms, it's probably a chance that you have some good baseball coming. This is just guessing percentages and looking at the way that the Philadelphia Phillies have been up and down this season and kind of gone through their peaks and valleys. That is kind of what I'm playing into here and why slumping might not be the worst thing. If they were to go through this type of stretch where the offense falls apart in late September, that'd be bad. The fact that they're going through it in mid-August could be the wake-up call that this team needs to focus in and say, hey, we got 48 games left. This is the final stretch. Let's really, really, really zone in, learn from this Mets series, understand what our deficiencies are at this point, and then apply them to playing bad teams like the Reds. If the Philadelphia Phillies take this effort against the Mets and use it as motivation to play bad teams like the Reds and Pirates and Nationals and Marlins and Cubs, they should run those teams' shows. They should beat the brakes off of some teams down the stretch, and that's what I think this team is capable of doing. That's what I think Rob Thompson will have this team do, and that's why I think ultimately we will be all right and the Philadelphia Phillies will end up being a playoff team and we'll still have a red October and everything will be good there. It's understandable how a series that feels really important in August can be disheartening, but look at it for what it's worth. The Phillies just lost two baseball games out of three in the middle of August in a wild card race that they're still firmly in and still would make the playoffs if the season ended today. They've still won like 13 of their last 17, which is great. If they win 13 games to four losses the rest of the way, they're going to be absolutely a lock playoff team. And they don't even have to do that much. So deep breaths. Yeah, it's okay to be upset over these games, but don't let it lead to panic for the season in total because the Philadelphia Phillies are still going to be okay long-term. Just, again, I keep saying the word disheartening, but that's what it is when you look at the opportunity they were presented with this weekend and what they did with it. Now, coming up on Off the Pole, I asked a question on our Twitter poll. We got a bunch of responses about how this Mets series and the outcome of the series with the New York Mets could affect your feeling on the Philadelphia Phillies as a whole. And some interesting responses there that somewhat echo what I was just talking about. We'll discuss it next on the final segment of today's Lock on Phillies. Okay, let me tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. 
BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. So head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Okay, so it's time for Off the Poll. Now, Off the Poll is a segment where we ask a poll question on Twitter. Get it? Off the poll. It's like hitting a home run off the foul pole. Yeah, you understand the play on words. And you respond to the poll question with your vote. And then the next episode, which is today's episode, I respond to your responses. It's kind of a a call and response type thing where I get the feedback from you out there in the fan base. And our Off the Poll question exactly asked on Twitter at LO underscore Phillies was, will the outcome of this Phillies-Mets series affect whether or not you're in or out on the Phillies? One way or another, can it completely affect you in? Can it completely push you out or like pull you in on the team, rather, I should say? And we got a good number of responses on this one compared to what we normally get. And the options were yes, need to compete, or no, just one series. And this should make you feel better out there if you're worrying about what happened with the New York Mets and this series and getting shut out in back-to-back games and losing the series two games of three up there in city field. Well, here's how the majority of fans who responded to this were feeling on Friday when I posed this question before the series started. 71% of responsers said, no, this is just one series. And I agree with them. That's where I stand. 29 did say, yes, they need to compete. I think through the first two games, they showed you that they will compete. Now, the no just one series crowd, though, seems to be the one that I line myself up with more because of what I just said about, hey, it's just three games in the middle of August. It's okay if they slump now as long as they get hot in September, as long as they push their way into the playoffs. 48 games still, a lot of time to make up. So if you're feeling disheartened today, Maybe you were one of those people that voted no, just one series, and you're caught as a prisoner of the moment. Because there was a point today where I said, I tweeted out that this was a nightmare of a Sunday of baseball. And I felt that way, and I still do. It was a nightmare of a Sunday, but one Sunday doesn't make Major League Baseball. This is not the NFL where any given Sunday, no, that's not how this works. Any given Sunday doesn't affect anything. One game on a Sunday in August, doesn't affect anything, okay? There's so much time left, and this one series does not undo everything Rob Thompson has done since he's been here. I think he's like now 41-22 and 22 or something as a manager of the Philadelphia Phillies. It doesn't affect what we've seen from this offense, this pitching staff. Zach Wheeler had a rough day today. It doesn't change how good he's been this year. So uh, 71% are cautiously saying that this is just one series, It doesn't affect whether or not they're in or out on the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, that also means it's not pulling them in if they don't believe in this team. But that's the right way to handle it. And I'm glad to see that nearly three-fourths of all of you who responded were saying that it's just one series. Staying level-headed, and that's important as we go down this stretch. Now, there will be big series in mid-September and late September. But even for the next couple weeks here, these are still opportunities to put yourself in better position but not must-win games, okay? There are no must-win games until you go until like September 15th and on. So just deep breaths. Let's take everything with a grain of salt. The win streaks take with a grain of salt. The losing streaks and the offensive slumps and everything do that as well. So hopefully the Phillies play better against the Mets starting on Friday, but hey, a nice series with the Cincinnati Reds in Cincinnati. Not a good team. Expect the Philadelphia Phillies to compete get a chance to go out there and you have Kyle Gibson throwing 
You have Noah Syndergaard who's going to throw again. You have Ranger Suarez who's going to throw again. Okay, opportunity to go take some games. Zone in, get the job done. That's all I've got for you for today's Locked On Phillies. I want to thank you for making Locked On Phillies your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. Locked On MLB, Paul Francis Sullivan. Sully, he's great. Covers baseball in general. He'll tell you about all the crazy stuff going on. We had a near-perfect game today in Tampa Bay that he'll be discussing, I'm sure. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. So check out Locked On MLB. And check back in Locked On Phillies tomorrow as I give you a preview of the Phillies series with the Cincinnati Reds. But that's all my time for today. And I will talk to you ahead of the Red Series for the Phillies tomorrow.